on page 18 on the Seif or Ois Vav 6, bottom of the page. And just to recap, we just spoke about basically, we're speaking about the fourth level in the Dalet Efani Gilu Eris Zelamalami Zelik. We said that the Gilu Eris Seichel, which is revealed into the Oisis, which shines through them, there's Dalet Efani Gilu Eris Zelamalami Zelik, four different types of revelation, one higher than, each higher than the other. The revelation of the intellectual idea, which is expressed through the different letters or the lines that each letter is made up of. An aleph is made up of a yud, two yuds, and a vav. So the idea which is expressed in each one of those letters, each one of those parts of the aleph. And then there's the idea, the second level idea, which is expressed in the general form of the letter altogether, meaning the fact that the aleph is made up of two yuds and a vav in between, which we explain that, that expresses the yud, the, the, the yud above is the yesh amiti, the yud below is the yesh nivra, and then the vav is the ayin ve'emta, which allows them to come together. And the third level is when you have the combination of letters to form a word, which that expresses even higher intellectual idea, not just these hints, which are hinted to deeper concepts hinted to in the letters, in the form of the letters. But there's even in a, a full idea expressed when you put the letters together to form a word, like av and ba. And then the fourth level is when you put these words together to form a whole sentence. Then you have a real detailed revelation of something, not just a hint of something else, which is the idea of oisis machkimois instead of oisis meirois. Oisis meirois, it just shines. You have a shine, meaning you you see there's, oh, I see a hint within this letter. There's a deeper concept expressed here, like we explained about the olive. But that's just oisis meirois. Oisis machkimois, which actually give you wisdom, is when you have the um, uh, words put together to form a whole idea, or when you have the letters put together to form a whole word which actually tells you this word has a definition and when you read it you understand the definition not just that you see that there's something hinted to in this that's the idea of the myla of the intellectual idea expressed through the word as opposed to the intellectual idea expressed through the letter and the tmuna of the letter the form of the letter and then you have the the amazing idea, which is expressed through the combination of words together, which com- which comprises a whole idea. Then you have a a lot higher intellectual idea expressed when you bring a lot of words together. And when you bring these words together, it's not nullifying each one's individual meaning, individual definition. Rather, that when you combine them all together, then you get a huge idea, a bigger idea, which combines all these definitions. I mean, you understood this. We explain this. The matbeah nusach bracha to investigating, understanding what this Nusach HaBracha means, the sixth word, Baruch HaTav Ayali Gen Melech O'ilam. So, Baruch HaTav Ayali Gen Melech O'ilam. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the words, word the world. These six words are six individual definitions, six individual ideas. Each each word has a intellectual idea which is expressed. When you when you put them together, then you have a Yusechel HaYetzim Ben Kulam, Yachtav, a intellectual idea which comes expressed through all of these words together, and which is a which is a lot higher than all these individual ideas, individual words, how they are um, in their own unique definition. Not that they each individual word is misbattle and loses its definition, but rather that they all come together and combine to form a even higher idea. So then we explained each word. Baruch means gebenched. Geloit, blessed. Du refers to the neichach. You're talking directly means referring to Hashem's very essence. Who fills the whole world? Havaya means the creator from Lashon Yisavos. means our God. Melech means king, and Oila means velt world. So each one of these words has an individual, unique definition, and expresses an idea. 
well-formed idea in and of itself. Even these two words, Avaya and Alikina, which are both basically mean Hashem, have, even though they're so close in their, in their idea, they, base, they mean Hashem, they refer to Hashem, but they have an individual concept, a unique concept which they each express. Havaya is the idea of Hishavus, which implies that only Hashem in His very essence has the ability to create Yashme'ayin, and because His existence is independent, meaning it comes from Himself, there's nothing, He doesn't have a source which, which creates Him, God forbid, therefore He has the ability to create a Yesh, which feels itself to be an independent existence, as if it doesn't have any source. And the idea behind this is that Hashem is the one who brings into, the, into being this level of godliness which is, has the ability to enliven the yesh. Which is what we explained earlier, the yud in between the yud, there's the vav, so the higher yud, the yeshamiti, is what brings out this revelation of divinity, which is the ayin of the yeshamiti, which eventually can be the source of the yesh hanibra. And then Likenu means, has a different idea which it expresses, even though it's also synonymous in the sense that it refers to Hashem, but it refers to Likenu. Our life, our power, like it's the Likim always refers to the level, uh, like the refers to strength. So Likenu refers to the idea of how Hashem is our strength and our power, our life force. And that implies that the life force of the Jewish souls is the Yiddish Rechayis, the Yiddish Rechayich is a getlicher, is a godly. We're infused with a godly power. And like we see clearly that we, like the Medrash says, that we're just like a little sheep amongst 70 wolves, and nevertheless we still are guarded and we have not been destroyed, or Hashem, God forbid, because we have this supernatural power which allows us to be transcend nature. And that's what it means. Keichinu, alikinu, keichinu v'chayisinu. The Eibishter is unzer leben and unzer kraft, which are two separate ideas. Avaya, which is Yisavus and Adikeinu, which is Keichin V'chayisinu. And so too, these concepts is expressed in Melech and Oilam, King of the World, which are two separate ideas. Oilam is a separate idea from Melech, world and a king. And when you bring them together, then you bring out a higher idea, which is the idea which is expressed when you combine them together, which is a kingship. Not just like a king over a country or a king over the whole world, but rather the king of the world, meaning Hashem controls every aspect, every detail of creation, like Adoyin Oilam. And when you bring all these six individual words which have their own definition and own concept which they express, when you bring them all together, you combine them together, then you have a saga, a skolo, a saga, which comes out from amongst all of them, which is Eilal Kolonam, which surpasses and is a lot deeper than all of these, how they are individually. And what is the meaning? It's Boruch, it's Losham Shacha, you're drawing down from Ato, from Hashem's very essence, into Havaya, meaning to the level of divinity which creates the worlds for a reason that only Hashem knows the reason for creation. Just like we don't understand the, how Hashem created the worlds, Yashmi Ayin, so we can't understand the reason why He created them. And then there's drawn down this level from Hashem's very essence into the level of divinity, which is the source of creation. And then it's drawn down this Uyur Nifla, this amazing revelation of divinity from Hashem's essence into Elikenu, meaning into and being infused in the Jewish souls, to be Melech Oilam, meaning that to give us the power to through fulfilling Tehidah Mitzvahs to fulfill Hashem's ultimate purpose in creating all the worlds, in creating the the Oilam, which is Hashem, it rose in Hashem's will to be king. And how do we fulfill that purpose? Why did he have that desire to be king over the worlds that we should make a Dirbat dwelling place from the lower realms? And so through the fact that we're making this bracha, we're drawing down a revelation from Hashem's very essence into our souls that gives us the power to fulfill this purpose. Now we'll start an Ois Vav. Starting Sif Vav, and now we're going to return to what we started um, 
on the being of Sivdalid in order to be the creation of the entities of Biyah, the created worlds of Biyah Tiresia, from the ten Svidis of Attilus, which are the Kosmamish, how could that be? It's a totally opposite theme from Atzilus of the Kusmamish to Biyah, which is Venirim Yash, Venirim Niniflot. Their own feeling, their own entity, feel their own Mitzis. They're not totally bottle, and they seem like they're separate from their source, from godliness. So we said that that is only possible through the Ashvidas HaKelim, the breaking of the vessels. That the ten Ashvidas of, of Toyu, the energy was too intense within them, therefore they caused the breaking of the vessels, and from that shattering of the vessels brought about the um, yesh, the existence, the independent feeling of existence in the worlds of Biyah. So then we went to explain the whole idea of Kalim, which is basically Oisius, and we have four different levels of how Oisius letters or words combined together can express intellectual ideas when you have them together. And now, what is this idea of the breaking, the shattering, the separation of the letters from each other? What happens? Everything we spoke about until now were the intellectual ideas being expressed through the letters or through the different words, how they're combined together. That's all when the words are unified together and combined together. Then the intellectual idea which is expressed from the combination of all the, the words together is a lot higher than the intellectual idea which is expressed in each individual word by itself. However, when these words now separate from each other, then you're missing that general intellectual idea which is expressed from the sentence, the combination of words put together. Then you're left with only the individual unique definition of each word in and of itself and the concept which each word expresses, but now missing the general idea which is expressed from the combination of all the words together. And now, you have even more, the next stage from that is not just the separation of the words from each other, but now if you have this idea of a the oisis, the letters, become separated from their form, so that means that each letter, like we said earlier, has a form to it, it's made, meaning the aleph is made up of two yuds and above, and when these letters become shattered to the extent, to the extent which each letter each of the kavim and the different letters which each letter is made up of come separate from each other. So now the aleph would break apart and there would just be a yud and a yud and a vav. Um, and all the more so when the letter breaks, not just that each letter becomes separate in and of itself, but the actual letter shatters. There's a difference between the separation of the form of the letter and to the, to the idea of breaking of the letter. For example, what's the difference between yeah, the separation of the letter or the breaking of the, the shattering of the letter? For example, if you have a certain vessel, a utensil, which is made up of different parts. There's two different ways where you can basically destroy the vessel or make the vessel go away. The receptacle aspect of it. Um, one of them is by separating the different pieces of this utensil, so therefore it's not usable anymore, or you can actually shatter the actual utensil. The idea, the concept of separating this, the different parts of the, of the utensil is that each part of the utensil remains in its full state, not broken. It remains, you know, um, you're able to reconnect it 
You're not breaking these parts. An idea of breaking, shattering the vessel is that each one of these parts is now broken into different pieces, two or three pieces. It could be that there are two different half parts of this utensil are remained um, attached together. So now you have a shattered vessel, which basically means that you can have different parts to this vessel and shattering means that now you can even have this metzius that two half parts are stuck together but they're missing their full their full entity now let's apply this concept to the idea of the the separation of the letters or the shattering of the letters there's two different ways which you can have this period of the letters a separation or a shattering this period who like we said the idea of separation is that the vessel, the receptacle, breaks, but the individual parts of the vessel remain complete. So to take this concept and apply it to the letters, if you separate out the three letters which make up the formation of the Aleph, like I said, the Yud above, the Yud below, and the Vav in the middle, the Shvira, that's just separating the individual letters out from that letter. The shattering would be that the actual letters themselves, these two yuds and the vav, in, from which the letter aleph is built up from, become shattered into different pieces. So therefore, they're not, they don't remain their individual letters anymore, but rather the yud breaks up in different pieces and the vav breaks up into separate pieces. It could be such a thing that when you break these, when you, dis, when you totally shatter these letters, the letter aleph, that the half of the yud the top yud remains connected to the top part of the vav. So in this concept, not only do you lose the general idea which is expressed when you put all the different letters of the yud and the yud and the vav together, like we said earlier, the yeshamiti, yeshanivra, and the ayin ve'emza, not only do you use, not only do you lose that, but you also lose the individual meaning of each letter in and of itself. Like we said, the Yud has a meaning in itself. The Vav has a meaning. But here you're shattering each one of those so they don't remain full anymore and therefore they lose their meaning, individual meanings also. And this is one of the reasons, this is the, the reason why when you have a breakage in a letter in the Torah, it makes the whole Torah unfit. Because the whole idea of reading in the Torah, like the Chazal says, like a person that calls to a friend, his friend. So too, when you're learning Torah, you're calling to Hashem, so to say, to be drawing down into the letters of the Torah. So when you're learning, when you're reading the letters of the Torah, it, the deeper meaning is what's happening here is that you're calling. When you call to somebody, you mean you're drawing down from the infinite energy of Hashem, which is hidden within the letters of the Torah. And that's what it says. The whole Torah is the names of Hashem. So basically calling the names of Hashem. When you call the name of a person, what happens? The, name, the person comes to you. When you call the names of Hashem in the Torah, then you cause Hashem to be drawn down to the world. So the whole idea of reading Torah is drawing down the infinite energy of Hashem, the infinite presence of Hashem, which is hidden within the letters of the Torah. But when there is a shattering, a breakage in the actual letter, then the godly energy which was hidden within this letter now becomes removed from the letter. Like we said, that when you break the letter, that the actual parts of the letter become broken, then each individual part of this letter loses its meaning. 
Now we can understand the general idea of the breaking of the vessel, the shattering of the vessel of Tayu. There was too much revelation of it, such an intense, infinite divine energy that the the vessels of the ten spheres of Tayu broke. The idea of vessels, like we said, is Oasis, which contain and reveal and channel the intellectual idea through these in different levels, in different ways, like we said. And what is the idea of the Shvira Sakelim, the breaking of these vessels of the letters, with the idea of the separation and the shattering of the letters? So now, when the letters are complete in their form, meaning they haven't been broken and shattered in the different um, parts of the letters, and also they are com- combined, the letters are all combined in form words. And the highest level, when the actual words combine together and and make a complete sentence, a complete idea. And that time, when you have all these combinations together, you have revelation of all the four levels of the um, intellectual idea shining through the letters. The individual parts of the letters, the Yud, Yud, the Vav, of the, the Aleph is made up of. Then you have the complete idea of the Aleph. Then you have the letters combined together to make a word, and you have the words combined together to make a sentence. So when they're all together, you have the highest level of revelation of the Oyer, with all these four levels being revealed through the letters. So now you have the shining of these four different ways of expression through the letters, who are shining even within the letters and the different parts of the letters which the letters are made up of. So basically, the highest level of gili, of the seichel, which is when you have the sentence, even this general idea that the sentence expresses is shining even into the lowest level of oasis, which is just the kavim that the oasis are made up of. But when the letters and the oasis become separated and they shatter, and the words become separated into individual letters and the letters themselves become broken up, even though that when the when the words break and the letters to, totally shatter. So the Kola Gileides, all the revelation of the intellectual idea now is become removed from these letters. Still, nevertheless, a trace, a remnant of that initial intellectual idea which shined through these letters remains within the letters which are now shattered and totally separate from each other. We'll understand this idea that even after the shattering and the breaking of the letters and the sentences and the words, there still remains a trace of the intellectual idea which is expressed with the whole sentence within these little parts of the words and the broken words. We understand this through a physical analogy of when you put many spices in a receptacle on a vessel in the cup to cold. Each spice one of these different spices has its own unique scent or fragrance. And after putting these spices into these different incense spices into the cup, the cup actually absorbs some of the smell of the different unique of the different spices and even after you take these spices out of the of the cup nevertheless there remains a trace of this smell of these spices within the vessel because the kli um, absorbed a little bit of the smell of the fragrance 
even though there remains the fragrance of the spices and you even can you even can differentiate the different smell a different fragrance of each individual spice nevertheless you're only left with the fragrance of the trees with just the smell the aroma of the spices but not the actual spices the actual spices have been poured out emptied from these cups so the same idea, when you break the words, you're going to, even though you have still have the trace of the meaning in these broken parts of the letters and the words, but you don't have the actual Oyer itself shining there, just the Ha'ara. So too, this applies to the broken, separated letters. At that moment, when they come broken and separated, the intellectual idea is now removed from the from the letters and the words. Nevertheless, remains within them a trace, a little spark of the initial intellectual idea which is expressed through them. And even though that the this trace of the intellectual idea is found even within the shattered parts of the letters, Nevertheless, it's only a spark and a trace, a leftover, so to say, trace of the intellectual idea. It's not the etzem the actual, the essence of the intellectual idea, which is which totally has become removed from the letters at this point after they become separated and broken. Now let's apply this to the analog in the kalim, um, the vessels in the world of Tayu. The tchila that were that were totally shattered from the in, intense revelation of the infinite energy of Tayu. The tchila here by Initially, there was a revelation of the abundance, meaning the, of the infinite revelation of, en- of divine energy in the world Tayu. And when these um, small, so to say, vessels of Tayu, meaning didn't have the capacity to contain such an inter- intense revelation, when these vessels we're not able to contain that revelation of the of the abundance of divine energy which is in Tayu, and they broke and that means that if the kalim broke just like in the example of the words breaking apart the intellectual idea has become removed from them now so too the divine energy is now is removed from these vessels and now there's only a leftover a trace of the initial divine energy, this intense energy which initially shined within the Kalim of Tayu, now there's only left over a trace, a spark of that initial energy within the broken vessel of Tayu. And from these shattered vessels of the world of Tayu, which still has in it a little trace of that divine energy, that initial energy which shined there, that is what brings about the Yesh, the feeling of independence in the lower worlds, the created worlds of Briyatsir Asiya. So earlier I was explaining that the whole idea why, in order to create the Yeshus and Biyah, you have to shoot as a Kalim, because basically, if there is just an Ishtalshalus, Ilva Olu, each level connected to the next, there's never going to be brought about any sense of Yeshus independence, because Alukus is an Enim of Nothing else exists except for Hashem. However much you condense that, you're never going to be able to produce something which is opposite of that, a feeling of being Nifrid, totally separate. Therefore, that's to be a Shvira and a Fila, which is a basically a descent which has no connection, a Be'en type of descent has no connection to its initial source. And that is what brings about the feeling of Yashis. But here is going to bring out an even a different idea here. Why from the uh, breaking of the vessels of Tayu, which within these broken vessels, you have a little trace, a spark of the initial divine energy which shine in the world of Tayu. That is what brings about the Yashis and Biyah. 
reason why this is what brings about Yesh Zimbiyah. The reason why the breaking of the vessels in Toyu is what brings about the feeling of Yesh, the feeling of independence, and the fact that these entities in the world of Biyah see, see themselves, they seem to be separate from godliness. Because according to the laws of Torah, uh, a complete vessel, receptacle, that you put inside of it a food or a drink. The vessel, the receptacle, is totally secondary to the food or to the drink which is in this vessel. Its whole, the whole purpose of the kli is to contain, to hold the that which you put within it. That is the whole idea. It's called a kli. It's a receptacle. Its whole, its whole inyan, its whole toichin, its whole purpose is just to receive that which is put inside of it. Therefore, it's just secondary to whatever is within it. Whatever it's containing, and therefore the halacha is and says in the Gemara that somebody who takes out, he's doing the malacha of Hitzah, taking from Rishus to Rishus, from the in the private domain to the public domain, or the other other way around. If you take out on Shabbos food, less than the shear that you'll be chayiv for carrying. So whatever the shear is for whatever food it is. If you take out the less, the, the less, the less than the amount that you would usually be chayav on within this kli, within a vessel, within a receptacle, potter af ala kli. Not only are you potter for the food because you're taking out less than the shear that you'd be chayav on, that you'd be obligated because it's not a, it's not a chash of uh, amount. Not only are you potter, are you exempt from the chiyuv of carrying on Shabbos for, on the actual food itself, but even on the vessel. The vessel is a chash of a thing in and of itself. So why are you why are you potter for carrying the vessel? Because like we just said, the whole purpose of the kli is the receptacle is to receive that which is in it. So it's totally secondary in bottle. It has no metzius besides the fact that it is there to carry that which is inside it to contain something. So not only are you potter because the whole the whole metzius of the kli is to carry the oichel, and since the oichel itself is pachis is less than the amount to be chayevan. So too. The kli is totally bottled to that, and therefore it's also considered as if it's pachis mekashir. It takes on the same value as the eichel itself because it's totally tuffle to the eichel. But now, when this vessel, this receptacle becomes broken, nasis chedes, it becomes just like an earthenware piece of earth. A piece of clay. Then it will be something separate from the food or the drink which was which was inside of it. So, basically, when the breaking of the vessel, the breaking of this receptacle, makes it so it's not tuffle to that which is inside of it, to that which it contains. It becomes its own metzius. And its whole purpose is not anymore. It cannot contain anything anymore. So, so too, we can apply this to the Kalim of Tayu when they're in their complete state and they're just channels for the divine energy. So, therefore, they have no metzius. There's no yeshus. But when they break, they lose that. They're not anymore tuffle. They have no job just being a channel for some for an energy. Therefore, they take on their own metzias to become their own yeshes. So that's why the yeshes comes from the breaking of the vessels. So this could apply to the kelim of teyu. That when these vessels in the world of teyu broke because of the intention, the revelation of divine energy in teyu, they broke and they fell down into this world, into the klipas neigan, into klipa, like we explained earlier. Therefore, nasa yesh. That is what brought about this feeling of independence 
just like we said, when, when the vessel becomes broken, no more is it totally buttle and tuffle to that which is inside of it because it's not anymore, it doesn't have that capacity anymore. Therefore, it becomes, it takes on its own Matthias and therefore the person carrying that piece of the vessel would be, would be chayev now because it's not anymore tuffle to that which is inside of it. It's lost its initial purpose. So too, in the Kalim of Teh, when they broke, now they take on their own Matthias. They're not just in buttle to the Eir, which they're channeling. So they become a Yesh and they bring about the Yeshes Aj Mehem to the extent that from these vessels, these broken vessels, brings about the feeling of independence and the the apparent feeling of being separate from godliness in the worlds of Yah. Now this is the whole purpose now. After we understand that the creation of the Yashas in Biyah comes about through the ten Sphiris, but in a way from the Shvidas Akil, like we said, how can it be that from the ten Sphiris can create the feeling of Yashas, totally, uh, and this is Yashas, opposite ideas, opposite themes, opposite feelings. Because it has to be through the Shvidas Akilam of Tayu. When you're breaking the ten Sphiris, the vessels of the ten Sphiris, that breaking of the vessels is what brings about the feeling of Yashas, just like the vessel now takes on its own Matthias. It's not anymore just there to channel the divine energy, it takes on its own Matthias. So that is what now is what bringing about the Yashas in the worlds of Biyah. And now we can go return back to what we were saying before in Sif, the end of Sif um, Beis, and also Sif Aleph, really, about the Veda of Avram, and how his whole purpose was that he was Mepharsim Adakus, through Yediyah of Asbara, to exp- explain to people on real exp- explanations that might sen- make sense even, order to the, even according to the human intellect. <coughs> and, and so later we said the Iker, the main perp- the main idea of Avram, was that he was Mepharsim Adakus, he publicized godliness, explained it in a way that people should really comprehend it. So what does it mean? What does it matter then? The oifen, the way in which he was Mepharsim Adakus. That it was, like I said, it was through the Eishel, the, the Achila, Shtila, Levoya, that he gave people to eat and drink and he escorted them after that and he caused them, forced them to bench and to recognize the Creator, that the food wasn't his, but they really was they ate from the Creator. What does it matter which way he was Mepharsim Adakus? As long as he explained it to them and he helped them understand it in their human intellects, that's the main thing. The main thing is the idea of Asaga. And there's many there's many Hashadis opinions there. There has to be a Das Asaga with the Kus. So, for the fact, though, that the Pashuk says, the way that Avram was Mepharsim of the Kus is that he, plant, he planted an Eishel. He made a inn, basically, where he gave to eat and drink and he escorted them. It's understood that even the Oifen, the way that he was Mepharsim of the Kus, is, is also an Iker here, is the main point, is essential. So, returning to that, after we understand that the creation of the feeling of Yeshus and Biyah is brought about through the Shivadei Kalim, the broken vessel of Toyu. So that is the whole Aveda. That's the whole idea of the Aveda of our divine service in this world in the Aveda of Yerudim, like it says, one of the purposes of creation is that there now are these divine sparks trapped within the physicality which is brought about through the broken vessels of the world of Toyu. These broken vessels have within them these sparks, this trace of divinity which shine within them. And our purpose is to be mevarit, to sift through the physicality, not to get distracted by the physical itself, but to sift through and to realize the purpose behind the physical, the godly sparks within it, and use everything physical for its divine purpose. The food should be used for giving strength for service of Hashem. The cow should be used to make a piece of parchment for tefillin, for a potato, etc. All the physical, physical things, using them for the divine purpose. So that is the whole purpose, the whole idea of our Aveda, of our divine service, of refining the sparks from the physicality. To uplift to reconnect these sparks that fell down to this world through the shattered other vessels of the Toyu, to reconnect these divine energy, these divine sparks which are trapped and hidden within the physicality, to reconnect them to their divine purpose. 
And this is actually the whole idea of what Avram did. Specifically, the oifin, which he was mafarsim from the kus, was through planting this eishel, through making an in, achila shiel avoya, was to fulfill this idea of uplifting the sparks which fell through the shattering of the vessel of Tayu, uplifting and reconnecting to the divine source. That we said that the whole special quality of Avram is that he publicized godliness within the world in a way which made it understood to every single person. However, together with this, the fact that his mile was that he was my first the close, like we said, Together with that, even the way that he publicized godliness that came about through eating, drinking, escorting, like we explained earlier from the Medrash, that he said you should bless from the one who truly gave you, the, who made this food, which is from Hashem. The way that he was publicizing godliness, was that he, which really this idea, giving them food, drink, and helping them realize that this food that they're eating and the drink which they're drinking, everything in their physical world is, is basically coming from Hashem. That is refining the, phys- the, the godly sparks from the physicality and uplifting them and connecting them back to their source. The highlights it states to uplift the sparks from the fallen sparks of Tayo back to the source. Who eager? It's also an essential here. The way that he was mafar from Elikos. It had to do, he connected his explaining, explaining that Hashem is Baruch Shamar Vahir Ilma, that Hashem blessed the one who spoke in the world came into being. And we, like we explained earlier, the, all the different Isbainers that he really explained to them, the whole world is just created through Hashem's speech. And it's all yashmiyayin. It's something from nothing. Therefore, it has to be created every moment. So all these asbedim, which is the chayr of the main idea, the idea of elikos asaga, but it all came about connected to physicality, to eating, drinking, and escorting them away. Because the whole point is to that when you do that, you're connecting these physical spark, the sparks of the godliness which are trapped within the physical food and drink which he gave them, and uplifting them using them, connecting them back to their divine source. He said, Whoa, who, who, what is this food? It's not, it's not just food. It's not separate from divinity. This is Hashem's food. Thank Hashem for that. So by thanking Hashem for the food, you're uplifting, connecting the sparks within the food back to their divine source and to you. And that is also a very, very essential point here because that is our whole purpose of our divine service in this world is the Avedis Abirurim. To uplift the sparks, the fallen sparks of Tayu back to their source and connect them to their d- divine purpose. And this is what it means that he planted an Eishel in Beersheba. He made this in, which he gave food, drink, and escorting. And specifically through this this oifin, this way of making an in and giving to people to eat and drink, that's specifically how he caused Hashem's name to be called out within every single person that passed by his in. Connecting it to the physicality. Like the sages say that until the time of Avram, the world was basically in a state of darkness. Meaning, they only grasped the physical. They were totally, they were in the dark. They didn't see the truth. They didn't see the divinity and the purpose behind all the physical things. All they, all they grasped was just the food, the taste of everything, without realizing that this whole food is only here for a divine purpose, to give you energy to serve Hashem. Velt and Alakus is by Zeig Event Sfei, turning the page that, that the world and godliness by the people before the time of Ram were two Inyanim, two separate, separate things. Veleg caught up Zelza and they never came close to each other. There was no connection in the minds of these people between physicality and godliness. Two separate worlds. In their minds, there was no connection, no bridge, uh, bridging this gap. 
And they can says and the sages continue that when Avram came, all of a sudden he started illuminating, meaning he started shining and publicizing godliness, revealing godliness into the into the world. And how did he um How was he publicizing godliness? Through physical things specifically, showing them that the physicality and the spirituality are totally interconnected or infused with each other. Meaning that he explained and he clarified to them that the whole point of physicality is for the sake of spirituality. He showed everyone the spirituality that's hidden within the physicality, the, the divine sparks of Toyu which are trapped within the physicality. The whole purpose of physicality is to serve the spirituality. The whole purpose of this food that you're eating right now and you're drinking is for the sake of giving you energy to serve Hashem, to recognize your Creator, to think about, to be a daita him, to understand Hashem with your mind in a real way. And that is a real ikar point here, an integral, essential point, and the way that He's mafarsim, because that is the whole purpose of godliness, is specifically to bring make Hashem's presence felt within the physical world and to uplift all these sparks, to reconnect them back to their divine purpose, their mission, through using them for a spiritual purpose. Not just to help people understand godliness, because if so, you're just basically leaving the idea of making a dwelling place for some of the lowest realms only into the physical, into, into the brain of the person, to the mind, which is still, even though part of the tachtin, part of the person, the physical brain, but still it's an alien shabbatachtin. It's more of a high realm within the person. If you want to, but the whole point is to make a dwelling place for some, even within the physical, physical, the most physical things, the food, the drink, these physical acts that we do to infuse them, imbue them with godliness. And that is why it says Vita Aishal that he planted an Aishal the way that he was Mafarsim Likus by Yikir Hashem kill Elam. He caused everyone to understand about godliness was through the Aishal, through the Achilash Silvaya. Because that is the whole purpose of Vedas Abirudim, to uplift the sparks, connecting them back to their divine source. With that we complete the Mimer and the next year we'll start the Mimer of Vayachid Lubavenu.